Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Inna ad-dina indallahi al-islam. Verily, the religion, the way of life with Allah is Islam. Islamic Research Team, Department of Fatwa, State of Kuwait. In the name of Allah, verily the religion, the way of life with Allah is Islam. All praise be to Allah, the Lord of all world, and we bear witness that there is no God worthy of worship but Allah alone, free from all partners and protector of the pious. We bear witness that Muhammad is his slave and messenger. May salutations and peace be upon him and his family and his companions. And as to what follows, Allah the Exalted sent his messenger Muhammad. May peace and blessings of Allah be upon him with the religion to complete all religions. And he made it a judge over them and a nullifier of their commandments. Allah has guaranteed that he would preserve this religion this way of life from all corruption and alterations and he described it as the straight path whoever walks on it will be safeguarded in this world and the hereafter and whoever turns away from it and walks on another path will be misguided and in ruin because opposing it means that a human being contradicts the natural disposition which Allah has created him upon. Allah the Exalted said, فَأَقِمْ وَجْهَكَ لِلدِّينِ حَنِيفًا فِطْرَةَ اللَّهِ الَّتِي فَطَرَ النَّاسَ عَلَيْهَا لَا تَبْدِيلَ لِخَلْقِ اللَّهِ ذَلِكَ الدِّينُ الْقَيِّمُ وَلَكِنَّ أَكْثَرَ النَّاسِ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ So, direct your face towards the religion, the way of life inclining to truth and turning away from all that is false in accordance with the natural disposition which Allah has instilled into man. No change should there be in the creation of Allah. That is the correct way of life or religion. But most people do not know. Quran chapter 30 verse 30 Islam is the religion or way of a human nature. This is first. Allah created the human self in a way that is naturally inclined to everything that is good, practical and beneficial, and to dislike everything that contains evil, corruption and harm. To repeat it, Allah created the human self in a way that it is naturally inclined to everything that is good, practical and beneficial, and to dislike everything that contains evil, corruption and harm. Therefore, you see humankind inclined naturally to good food and drink, which is tasty and wholesome, and stay away from food that is filthy and harmful. In the same way, humans incline towards keeping the company of those who have high morals and upright character, 
and keep away from those who are immoral and ill-mannered. They love and respect those who have faultless qualities, treating such people with decency and respect, and at the same time they do not treat those who have many faults with the same decency and respect. This is the natural disposition that Allah has created in the human heart and self, and He has made the heart capable of accepting the truth as He has created the eyes capable of seeing and the ears capable of hearing. As long as the heart remains capable of accepting the truth, it will perceive and be guided to it. But if the heart changes because of following whims and desires, then it becomes misguided and follows falsehood. As we find in the words of the Prophet Muhammad, may peace and a blessing for Allah be upon him, who said, Allah said, I created my servants as monotheists, but the devils came to them and deviated or misled them from their religion, prohibiting what I allowed and commanding them to ascribe partners to me for which I gave no authority. Transmitted by Sahih Muslim The Prophet Muhammad, may peace and a blessing for Allah be upon him, has informed us that there is no human born into this world except that he is upon that he is upon the nature that Allah has created him upon. Then external influences come along that affect and change this nature. As we find on the authority of Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with, uh, with him, <coughs> no child is born except on Al-Fitrah, Islam, but his parents make him Jewish, Christian or Magian, as an animal delivers a perfect young animal, do you see any part of its body mutilated? Then Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, said, Read, if you will, the following verse. فِطْرَةَ اللَّهِ الَّتِي فَطَرَ النَّاسَ عَلَيْهَا لَا تَبْدِيلَ لِخَلْقِ اللَّهِ Fitrah, i.e. Allah's Islamic monotheism, with which He has created mankind. No change let there be in the religion of Allah, uh, Islamic monotheism. Quran chapter 30, verse 30. Subsequently, the Prophet Muhammad, may peace and a blessing for Allah be upon him, informed us that it is a human nature to follow Islam and to not follow any other erroneous religion or misguided sect that was not revealed by Allah. Notice how in the previous narration, the Prophet Muhammad, may peace and a blessing be upon him, did not say or make them Muslim, as this shows that Islam is a religion of a human nature, and this is supported by another narration, which clearly states this, there is no newborn baby except that he is born on this religion way of life until his tongue allows him to express himself otherwise. Those that get to know the teachings of Islam recognize clearly that it is the truth 
that must be followed because its teachings nurture the healthy nature of humankind and promote it, and they do not revolt against it as it is made up of the following. One, it commands us to worship Allah alone, ascribing no partners to Him. He is the creator of the whole universe, and for Him alone is sovereignty, and He alone has power over all things. The healthy human nature requires that he who is described, the healthy human nature requires that he who is described with perfection deserves respect and esteem. So how about he whose perfection is absolute and has no end or limits? Two, Islamic Islamic teachings have permitted all things of goodness and have forbidden all things that contain impurity because the healthy nature inclines towards all goodness and keeps away from impurity. Three, the teachings of Islam emphasize the adornment of oneself with good morals and an upright character and has forbidden obscenity and indecency because virtuous individuals prefer everything that is from goodness and reject everything that is indecent. On the authority of Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet Muhammad, may peace and the blessing of Allah be upon him, said, Then I was brought two cups, in one of them was milk, and in the other one there was wine, and it was said to me, Select anyone you like. So I I selected the cup containing milk and drank it. Then I was told, You have attained what is natural, i.e. Islam. Had you selected the wine? Your nation, had you selected the wine, your nation would have gone astray. Second, what is Islam? There is no religion on the face of the earth except that it traces its origin to a person or a nation. So we find that Jews trace themselves back to Judah, Christians back to Christ, peace be upon him, Buddhists back to Buddha, and similarly all other religions. However, Islam traces its origin back to a special quality that is synonymous with subservience, obedience, and the implementation of all commandments that were set by Allah. Islam means the total submission to Him alone. Allah called His religion Islam because the Muslim is required to submit to the belief that Allah alone is worthy of worship and that his commandments and prohibitions must be upheld without the least bit of hesitation or resistance. From this word Islam, it becomes clear that this religion is not the product of any human being, nor is it specific to a particular nation, and its only goal is that all of humankind possesses this quality that is unique to Islam alone. Furthermore, the specific understanding of Islam as the religion brought to us, furthermore, the specific understanding of Islam as the religion or way of life brought to us through the Prophet Muhammad, may peace and a blessing for Allah be upon, does not depart from this characteristic which includes the term Islam, for indeed his call was based on bringing humankind out from the worship of creation, whims and desires, to the worship and submission to Allah the Exalted, 
unto the compliance and obedience to everything he enjoined and avoidance of everything he forbade. Therefore, we can summarize that Islam is complete submission to Allah the Exalted through Tawheed, the belief in the oneness of Allah and following him through obedience until love for him is firmly fixed in the heart of the Muslim and it is the purification and clearing of the heart of any form of ascribing partners to him or disbelief in any of its forms until its impurities are completely removed from the heart of the Muslim. As the Prophet Muhammad, may peace and the blessing of Allah be upon him, guided us to when he said, and he should despise, and he should despise to return to, to disbelief, and he should despise to return to disbelief, as he would despise to be thrown in a fire. Three or third, Islam is a religion of all prophets or the way of life of all prophets. Indeed, every human on earth is obligated to be one who submits to Allah, is obedient to him, following what he enjoined and avoiding what he forbade, irrespective of differences in time or place. However, when people changed their religion and began to follow their whims and desires, they departed from the truth and began to follow falsehood. So Allah the Exalted sent messengers to take people by the hand and direct them to the path of guidance and the truth to return them to belief in the oneness of Allah and His worship. As Allah the Exalted has said, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَا مِنْ قَبْلِكَ مِنْ رَسُولٍ إِلَّا نُوحِي إِلَيْهِ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهِ إِلَّا أَنَا فَعْبُدُونَ And we sent not before you any messenger except that we reveal to him that there is no deity except me, so worship me. Quran chapter 21, verse 25. So whoever responded to their call deserved to be called Muslim, which Allah the Exalted called all of his slaves when he said, It is he, Allah, who has named you Muslims before. Quran chapter 22, verse 78. The Qur'an has also explained to us that the message of all prophets was to invite to Islam and whoever followed them was from amongst the Muslims. In regards to the Prophet Noah, peace be upon him, the Qur'an states, And I have been commanded to be among the Muslims. Qur'an chapter 10 verse 72. And in regards to, the, to, uh, to Prophet Ibrahim, Abraham and Ishmael, peace be upon them. The Quran states in Arabic, Rabbana waj'alna muslimayni laka wa min durriyatina ummatan muslimatan lak. Our Lord, and make us Muslims and of our offspring a Muslim nation for you. Quran chapter 2, verse 128. And in regard to the Prophet Jacob's, peace be upon him, advice to his children, the Quran states, أم كنتم شهداء إذ حضر يعقوب الموت إذ قال لبنيه ما تعبدون من بعدي قالوا نعبد إلهك وإله آبائك إبراهيم وإسماعيل وإسحاق إله واحدا ونحن له مسلمون Or were you witnesses when death approached Jacob when he said to his sons what will you worship after me they said 
we will worship your God and the God of your fathers, Abraham and Ishmael and Isaac, one God. And we are Muslims in submission to him. Quran chapter 2 verse 133. And in regards to Prophet Moses, Musa, peace be upon him, the Quran says, وَقَالَ مُوسَى يَا قَوْمِ إِن كُنْتُمْ آمَنْتُمْ بِاللَّهِ فَعَلَيْهِ تَوَكَّلُوا إِن كُنْتُمْ مُسْلِمِينَ And Moses said, O oh my people, if you have believed in Allah, then put your trust in Him. If you are Muslims, those who submit to Allah's will. Quran chapter 10 verse 84. And in regard to the Prophet Joseph, Yusuf, peace be upon him, the Quran says, تَوَفَّنِي مُسْلِمًا وَأَلْحَقْنِي بِالصَّالِحِينَ Cause me to die as a Muslim, the one submitting to your will, and join me with the righteous. Quran chapter 12, verse 101. And in regards to the Prophet Solomon Suleiman, peace be upon him, Allah ta'lu alayya wa atuni muslimin. Be not haughty against me, but come to me as Muslims, true believers who submit to Allah with full submission, Quran, chapter 27, verse 31. And in regards to the Prophet Lot, Lut, peace be upon him, the Quran says, فَمَا وَجَدْنَا فِيهَا غَيْرَ بَيْتٍ مِّنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ And we found not within them other than a single house of Muslims, Quran, chapter 51, verse 36. And in regards to the disciples of Jesus, peace be upon him, Isa, the Quran says, فَلَمَّا أَحَسَّ عِيسَى مِنْهُمُ الْكُفْرَ قَالَ مَنْ أَنصَارِي إِلَى اللَّهِ قَالَ الْحَوَارِيُّونَ نَحْنُ أَنصَارُ اللَّهِ آمَنَّا, بال... آمنا بِاللَّهِ آمَنَّا بِاللَّهِ وَشْهَدْ بِأَنَّا مُسْلِمُونَ Then when Jesus came to know of their disbelief, he said, Who will be my helpers in Allah's cause? The disciples said, We are the helpers of Allah. We believe in Allah and bear witness that we are Muslims, i.e. we submit to Allah. Quran chapter 3 verse 52. So the invitation of the prophets was an invitation to Islam because their Lord was one and their religion was one even if their sacred laws differed somewhat as we will explain in the upcoming chapters. The Prophet Muhammad, may peace and blessing of Allah be upon him, said, the prophets are paternal brothers their mothers are different, but their religion is one. Therefore, the religion of Allah that all prophets that all prophets came with was Islam. Therefore, the religion of Allah that all prophets came with was Islam. Allah says in the Quran, "Inna dina in the Islam." Truly, the religion or way of life with Allah is Islam. Quran chapter three, verse nineteen, and Allah will not accept any religion from his creation other than that of Islam, as he said in the Quran, And whoever seeks a religion other than Islam, it will never be accepted of him. And in the hereafter, he will be one of the losers. Quran chapter 3 verse 85. Fourth, the pillars of Islam. Islam is a, a large structure. Islam is a large structure that combines many different aspects of a human life and such a structure requires a foundation and pillars that it rests upon. 
These were made clear to us by the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, when he said, Islam has been built upon five things, testifying that there is no deity worthy of worship but Allah, and that Muhammad is his messenger, uh, on performing five daily uh, prayers, on giving the poor due, on pilgrimage to the house, and on fasting during Ramadan. The first pillar, to bear witness that there is no deity worthy of worship but Allah, and that the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, is his messenger. This testimony is the foundation of Islam, and everyone who wants to enter Islam must profess it verbally. It is made up of two main pillars. First, there is no deity worthy of worship but Allah. This means that there is nothing in existence worthy of worship except Allah, the glorified and exalted. This negates the worship of anything but Allah, including angels, prophets, pious people, trees, the sun, the moon, stones and statues and graves, because all these things are the creation of Allah, the Lord of the worlds. So how can a created person worship a created thing similar to them and abandon the worship of the Creator, Allah? Therefore, this proves that worship is only for Allah, the Lord of the worlds, to whom the whole world and whatever it contains have submitted. Allah, the Exalted, has said, شَهِدَ اللَّهُ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا هُوَ وَالْمَلَائِكَةُ وَأُولُوا الْعِلْمِ قَائِمًا بالقسط لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا هُوَ الْعَزِيزِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا هُوَ الْعَزِيزِ الْحَكِيمِ شَهِدَ اللَّهُ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا هُوَ الْمَلَائِكَةُ وَأُولُوا الْعِلْمِ قَائِمًا بالقسط لا إله إلا هو العزيز الحكيم. Allah bears witness that la ilaha illa huwa, none has the right to be worshipped but he and the angels and those having knowledge also given this witness he is always maintaining his creation in justice none has the right to be worshipped but he the almighty the all wise quran chapter 3 verse 18 from this we understand that the statement there is no deity worthy of worship but allah is the epitome and slogan of islam and the key to entering it because it means that the person acknowledges his obedience and compliance with the worship of Allah and disowns and rids himself of the worship of anyone or anything else. Second, Muhammad, may peace and a blessing of Allah be upon him, is the messenger of Allah. This testimony includes three very important principles which are one, acknowledging that Allah sent the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, with the truth as a giver of glad tidings and warner to all people, Arab and non-Arab, white and black, to call them to the worship of Allah alone and reject polytheism and disbelief. Allah has said, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا كَافَّةٍ لِلنَّاسِ بَشِيرًا وَنَذِيرًا And we have not sent you, O Muhammad, except as a giver of glad tidings and a warner to all mankind. Quran chapter 34 verse 28. Two, it is obligatory to believe everything the Prophet, peace be upon him, has informed us about since it is a revelation from Allah. As Allah has said, وَمَا آتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُ Nor does he speak of his own desire. It is only an inspiration that is inspired. Quran chapter 53 verse 3 and 4. And whatever the messenger has brought to you, so take it. And whatever he has has told you to avoid, stop it. Three, it is obligatory to obey the Prophet, 
may peace and a blessing for Allah be upon him and everything that he has commanded us. Uh, it is obligatory to obey the Prophet, peace be upon him, and everything that he has commanded us and avoid everything that he has forbidden and rejected because he is someone who brings information from Allah and Allah has commanded that we obey him, uh, obey Prophet Muhammad, may peace and a blessing for Allah be upon him. As Allah said, وَمَا يَنْطِقُ عَنِ الْهَوَى إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْيٌ يُوحَى and whatsoever the messenger Muhammad gives you, take it. And whatsoever he forbids you, abstain from it. And he doesn't speak out of himself. He speaks out of a revelation. The second pillar, establishing as salah the five daily prayers. Salah is a form of worship that combines specific statements and actions that are initiated by saying the takbir, announcing the greatness of Allah and concluded by the salam final salutation and it is the foundation of the religion and the first action to be accounted for on the day of judgment. Allah the exalted has commanded it in the following verse Inna salata kanat ala al-mu'minina kitaban mawquta Verily the prayer is enjoined on the believers at fixed hours. Quran chapter 4 verse 103 Due to its high rank and greatness, Allah the Exalted prescribed it upon us from the heavens during the miraculous journey of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, the ascension. The prayer should be performed with sincerity, reverence and submission of the heart while complying with its conditions, pillars, obligations and recommended practices. Whoever performs it in this way, it will serve as a light for them as the Prophet, peace be upon him, informed us when he said the five prescribed prayers are a light. This means that it will guide the performer to the correct path and lighten his way and safeguard him from committing sins and shameful actions. As Allah said in the Quran, إِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ تَنْهَا عَنِ الْفَحْشَاءِ وَالْمُنْكَرِ إِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ تَنْهَا عَنِ الْفَحْشَاءِ وَالْمُنْكَرِ Verily the prayer prevents from shameful and unjust deeds. Quran chapter 29 verse 45. The third pillar giving as zakat, alms, tax for needy. As zakat is the obligatory amount taken out due to a person's having earned that which reaches the minimum amount required with the specific conditions. It will be discussed in detail in later chapters. It is an obligation upon all wealthy Muslims to pay to their deserving brethren in faith who are poor and destitute and others that Allah has mentioned in the following verse of the Quran. إِنَّمَا الصَّدَقَاتُ لِلْفُقَرَاءِ وَالْمَسَاكِينِ وَالْعَامِلِينَ عَلَيْهَا وَالْمُؤَلَّفَةِ قُلُوبُهُمْ وَفِي الرِّقَابِ وَالْغَارِمِينَ وَفِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ وَابْنِ السَّبِيلِ فَرِيغَةً مِّنَ اللَّهِ وَاللَّهُ عَلِيمٌ حَكِيمٌ are for the poor and the needy and those employed to administer the funds and for to and for to attract the hearts of those who have been inclined towards Islam and to free the captives and for those in debt and for Allah's cause and for the wayfarer a duty imposed by Allah and Allah is all knower all wise Quran chapter 9 verse 60 it is done out of obedience to the commandment of Allah, the exalted, and kindness towards his creation. 
it is done out of obedience to the commandment of Allah the exalted and kindness towards his creation. Through this, a person cleanses his soul from sins and purifies it from stinginess and selfishness as stated by Allah in the Quran. خُذْ مِنْ أَمْوَالِهِمْ صَدَقَةً خُذْ مِنْ أَمْوَالِهِمْ صَدَقَةً تُطَهِّرُهُمْ وَتُجَكِّيهِمْ بِهَا وَصَلِّ عَلَيْهِمْ إِنَّ صَلَاتَكَ سَكَنٌ لَهُمْ وَاللَّهُ سَمِيعٌ عَلِيمٌ Take alms from their wealth in order to purify them and sanctify them with it and invoke Allah for them. Verily, your invocations, verily your invocations are a source of security for them and Allah is all hearer, all knower. Quran chapter 9 verse 103. Zakat is not a favor from one person to another. Rather, it is the right of Allah over his over this wealth. Rather, it is the right of Allah over this wealth. And Allah does not accept it. Allah And Allah does not accept unless it is free from all bad manners and characteristics such as arrogance, pride, and recounting favors that a person does for the poor. Allah has stated in the Quran, الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ أَمْوَالَهُمْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ لَا يَتْبِعُونَ مَا أَنْفَقُوا مَنًّا وَلَا أَذَى لَهُمْ أَجْرٌ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ وَلَا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ قَوْلٌ مَعْرُوفٌ مَغْفِرَةٌ خَيْرٌ مِّنْ صَدَقَةٍ يَتْبَعُهَا أَذَى وَاللَّهُ غَنِيٌّ حَلِيمٌ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا لَا تُبْطِلُوا صَدَقَاتِكُمْ بِالْمَنِّ وَالْأَذَى Those who spend their wealth in the cause of Allah and do not follow up their gifts with the reminders of their generosity or with injury. The reward is with the Lord. On them shall be no fear, nor shall they grieve. Kind words and forgiving of faults are better than charity followed by injury. And Allah is rich free of all wants. And Allah is rich free of all wants. And He is most forbearing. O you who believe, do not render in. O who you believe, do not render in vain your charity by reminders of your generosity or by injury. Quran chapter 2. Verses 262 to 264. By fulfilling this great obligation, the Muslim society achieves many forms of mercy towards one another and cohesion. Thus, its unity, harmony, and solidarity are preserved. The fourth pillar, the fast of Ramadan, it is defined as completely refraining from the consumption of food, drink, and sexual relations uh, from and stopping and stopping sexual relations from uh, sunrise until sunset with the intention of worshiping Allah. Fasting is an action that causes a Muslim to advance because it strengthens his character. Thus, on the one hand, it increases him in being conscious of Allah and in distance from everything that Allah has forbidden. And on the other hand, it leads to control over his desires and the loss of drifting behind his desires and whims as Allah has stated in the Quran يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا كُتِبَ عَلَيْكُمُ الصِّيَامُ كَمَا كُتِبَ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ All you who believe observing a psalm the fasting is prescribed for you as it was prescribed for those before you that you may become pious and conscious of Allah Quran chapter 2 verse 183 As for the one who fasts and prohibits his body from food and drink yet permits 
for his tongue and limbs the commission of disobedience and sin, then Allah is not in need of his fasting. As the Prophet Muhammad, may peace and the blessing fall upon him, has said, whoever does not give up forged speech, evil actions and ignorance, Allah is not in need of his leaving his food and drink. Furthermore, the person who fasts learns to empathize with their brothers who are poor or needy and cannot find enough food or drink to suffice their needs. The fasting person feels the devastation caused by hunger and thirst, even though they are able to eat and drink, so they learn to appreciate the difficulties of those who are unable to satisfy their needs and they are motivated to be generous towards them and spend on them. The fifth pillar, pilgrimage to the house of Allah, the holy sanctuary, the Hajj. It is defined as sitting out for Mecca in a specific months for specific actions. The pilgrimage is a physical act of worship that Allah has obligated at least once in a person's lifetime in response to the divine order with which Allah commanded the Prophet Abraham. وَأَذِّنْ فِي النَّاسِ بِالْحَجِّ يَأْتُوكَ رِجَالًا وَعَلَىٰ كُلِّ ضَامِرٍ يَأْتِينَ مِنْ كُلِّ فَجٍ عَمِيقٍ And proclaim to mankind the Hajj pilgrimage. They will come to you on foot and on every lean camel. They will come from every deep and distant mountain highway. Quran chapter 22 verse 27. In the circumambulation of the Muslims around the house of Allah during Hajj, is the display of the subservience to Allah and belief in His oneness, freeing them from the dazzle of this world in full humility and submission to Allah with the constant repetition of the call to believe in the oneness of Allah, repeating, Here I am, O Allah, at your service. You have no partner. Here I am, O Allah. In Hajj, the equality and unity between all Muslims becomes clear with all wearing one form of clothing, making one call and standing on one plane irrespective of their color, origin or condition. This dear reader is Islam and these are its great pillars and whoever fulfills them completely will taste the sweetness of faith and be deserving of forgiveness from the most merciful. The Prophet Muhammad, may peace and a blessing for Allah be upon him, said, The one who has tasted the sweetness of belief is he who is content with Allah as his Lord, Islam as his religion, and Muhammad as a messenger. And he said, He who is content with Allah as Lord, Islam as a religion, and Muhammad as a prophet, paradise is inevitable, paradise is inevitable for him. Fifth, the relationship between Islam and other revealed religions. Since all of these revealed religions have been sent down from Allah, we find that their principles and objectives are in agreement, as we find stated in the Quran, He has ordained for you the same religion, which he ordained for Noah, and that which we have inspired in you, and that which we ordained for Abraham, Moses, and Jesus, saying you should establish religion and make no divisions in it. Quran chapter 42, verse 13.
One, all divine messages call to one main principle, to believe in Allah, the exalted, and his oneness, and to renounce worship of anyone beside him or anything beside him. Two, all messages agree on the adoption of whatever connects people with good and keeps them far away from evil. Three, all messages call towards holding on to noble values and upright conduct. Four, as for their legislation and practical rulings, the divine messages differed in their methodologies and ways of performance as Allah has informed us. To each among you we have prescribed a law and a clear way. Quran chapter 5 verse 48. And this difference and this difference and this difference refers to the differences in the natures, needs, conditions, times, and the places of various peoples. For example, the laws of all divine religions enjoin a prayer. However, they differed in how to perform them and their form varied from law to law. In the same way, fasting was enjoined in each of their laws. However, its manner also varied from one law to another. Here is an important point which is essential to stop at Allah, the glorified and exalted, took a pledge from the previous nations to care for their scriptures which he revealed to them and he entrusted them with their preservation. As Allah the Exalted said, إِنَّا أَنزَلْنَا التَّوْرَاةَ فِيهَا هُدًا وَنُورٍ يَحْكُمُ بِهَا النَّبِيُّونَ الَّذِينَ أَسْلَمُوا يَحْكُمُ بِهَا النَّبِيُّونَ الَّذِينَ أَسْلَمُوا لِلَّذِينَ هَادُوا وَالرَّبَّانِيُونَ وَالْأَحْبَارُ بِمَا اسْتُحْفِظُوا مِنْ كِتَابِ اللَّهِ وَكَانُوا عَلَيْهِ شُهَدَاءِ Verily, we did send the Torah, therein was guidance and light, by which the prophets who submitted themselves to Allah's will judged the Jews, and the rabbis and the priests too judged the Jews by the Torah after those prophets for them was entrusted to uh, entrusted the protection of Allah's book, and they were witnesses thereto. Quran chapter 5 verse 44. Verily, we did send down the Torah, therein was guidance and light, by which the prophets who submitted themselves to Allah's will judged the Jews. The Jews. And the rabbis and the priests too judged the Jews by the Torah after those prophets for them was entrusted the protection of Allah's book and they were witnesses thereto. Quran chapter 5 verse 44. There was none among them except desires and love for the worldly life overcame them so they stretched their hands towards those books altering and changing their holy scriptures according to what they their desires and wishes dictated to the point that their scriptures no longer reflected what Allah wanted of them, so they became untrustworthy and undependable. In fact, the Quran has informed us of this attack on the Holy Scriptures in the following verse. Ya Ahl al-Kitab, qad ja'akum rasooluna yubayyinu lakum kathira mimma kuntum tuhuna min al-Kitab. O people of the scripture now has come to you our messenger explaining to you much of that which you used to hide from the scripture. Quran chapter 5 verse 15. And Allah the Exalted said, مِنَ الَّذِينَ هَادُوا يَحَرِّفُونَ الْكَلِمَ عَمَّ وَعَضِعِهِ Among those who are Jews, 
There are some who displace words from their right places. Quran chapter 4 verse 46. And Allah also said, فَوَيْلٌ لِلَّذِينَ يَكْتُبُونَ الْكِتَابَ بِأَيْدِيهِمْ ثُمَّ يَقُولُونَ هَذَا مِنْ عِنْدِ اللَّهِ لِيَشْتَرُوا بِهِ ثَمَنًا قَلِيلًا فَوَيْلٌ لَهُمْ مِمَّا كَتَبَتْ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَوَيْلٌ لَهُمْ مِمَّا يَكْسِبُونَ Then woe to those who write the book with their own hands and then say, this is from Allah, to purchase with it a little price. Woe to them for what their hands have written and woe to them for what they earn thereby. Quran chapter 2 verse 79. As the religion of Islam, which Muhammad, peace be upon him, came with, is the seal of all divine religions. Allah, the exalted, made the Holy Quran prevail over all previous holy, holy scriptures. Thus, the Quran testifies to what is in them of facts and principles and nullifies what those who altered the text ascribed to them and what their hands added to it of fabrications. The Quran prevails over them, in other words, as a witness, a verifier in being reliable and trustworthy. For that reason, Allah has taken it upon himself to preserve this religion from any alterations and fabrication until the last hour, as he has stated in the Quran, Verily, we, it is we who have sent down the dhikr the quran and surely we will guard it from corruption quran chapter 15 verse 9 as a result there is no book to be revealed after the quran and there is no prophet to be sent after muhammad peace be upon him so if allah did not uh, preserve the seal of the divine laws islam then the religion of allah would be lost forever due to the trifling hands of men for this reason, it is obligatory upon everyone who hears about Islam and understands it to believe in it, even if they follow other religions. And those who do not believe in, for this reason, it is obligatory upon everyone who hears about Islam and understands it to believe in it, in it, uh, even if they follow other religions. They need to come back to Islam. And those who do not believe in and follow it are not described as Muslims. As the Prophet Muhammad, may peace and the blessing of Allah be upon him, has said, by the one in whose hand is the soul of Muhammad, there is no one among this nation, Jew or a Christian, who hears of me, then dies without believing in that with which I have been sent, but he will be one of the people of hellfire. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah. That's the end of the book. This is Dr. Khaled Dosri from Dhamam, Saudi Arabia, uh, reading or reciting or reading or recording this book. Take care, everybody. Assalamu alaikum.